1: Today's episode is brought to you by Yasha, bringing a community-driven incubator and launchpad to space. Inuyasha holders votes for projects to be incubated and launched on YashaPad. YashaPad is the next generation of launchpads because every project goes through a vetting system which allows them to verify the authenticity of a project. The Inuyasha Incubator is a program to help promising teams launch blockchain games, protocol, meme token, or any other token. For more information, please go to inuyasha.io. Again, that's inuyasha.io. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a special guest all the way out in Oregon working on a ton of amazing projects. But the one that we're going to be focusing on today is called Yasha. We have Joy, who's one of the lead team members with us. How are you doing today?
2: Hey, Richard. I'm doing very good. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Of course, man. Well, excited to learn more about uh, Yashin, all the amazing other companies you have going on, especially all the DAOs. But before we do that, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Give us a little bit of background on yourself.
2: Oh, shoot. Well, I've, uh, I've worked my whole professional career in startups across multiple industries and uh, have worked as a deal flow aggregator for, for uh, like a venture, you know, venture capital deal right. flow. And so, yeah, our whole team has a lot of experience in startups. So for Yasha as an incubator accelerator fund, it just, it made a lot of sense. We're just really well positioned to, to help new projects, you know, move through towards launch and into and attaining some type of market share. So that's my background, I guess. So
1: that's cool, man. So tell us about that first introduction to crypto. How'd you first learn about it?
2: Oh my goodness. Well, uh, my brother was an early Bitcoin investor. So he would chill me quite often on Bitcoin. My childhood friend uh, actually founded Mew, which was one of the original Ethereum wallets, wow. uh, my Ether wallet. It's the foundation of many Ethereum wallets now today. I have another childhood friend, one of my closest friends, you know, is a, a founder over at Olaplex on Solana, which is the, maybe the main, you know, Olaplex, Metaplex is probably the main Solana NFT marketplace so I have a lot of friends in the space. I worked on some early ETH projects prior to the hard fork and, uh, and took a break after they got hacked. And, and now, now we're back in a totally different realm. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah. Quite the journey there. So, so tell us about that. You, you come back into the, the space and one of the many projects you're working on is called uh, Yasha. So can you tell us a little bit about what it is and what, what the goal is with it?
2: Yeah, exactly. So Yasha is a decentralized incubator accelerator fund. And so we use like DAO governance to determine the best projects that we want to put forth and incubate. And these can be, you know, anywhere on a super accelerated uh, timeline from, you know, one month or, or even less, depending on how well that team has their, their stuff together. Up to you know multiple years, depending if that project needs a lot of incubation, you know, and a lot of lead time up to uh, up to market. And uh, the DAO really comes together, like all the entire community comes together with whether it be positivity, technical skills, marketing skills, graphics, internet type services, whatever it might be, and we we all come together and incubate a project and and launch the project together. And so it's, it's turned out we've had some very great successes so far. Yasha from Inception achieved a 560x. Our Cliff token achieved a 400x at all-time high. Our Pochi project achieved a 200x. Our Necco project achieved a 200x. Most all of our projects achieve over 100x pretty quickly after launch um, is kind of what we're we're sort of known for right now but we really want to be known for trying to improve this space none of our projects are just basic copies or cookie cutter type projects all of them are novel and new innovations in their own right so
1: right that's pretty amazing and uh, to have an incubator that's had well first of all 100x pretty pretty remarkable the fact that you've had multiple looks like you have a a formula that is working so for People out there that are listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, like I've always aspired to create an incubator or want to be a part of it. What would you say are some of the key components of being able to create the successful launch and community of of bringing one of these projects to market?
2: Well, we have a really amazing community is the thing. That's like first and foremost. We have know-how in startups and we can apply that know-how, those skills into blockchain to launch projects, the main thing is that we have, you know, over 10,000 people inside of our ecosystem. And so during our launches, they know what the game plan is. All of our DAO members, if they so choose, can can uh, get pre-sale into the tokens. And so like, just to put it in perspective, our Cliff token pre-sale was a $400 contribution from our DAO members if they wanted to be a part of it. And that turned into about $170,000 within four days. Wow. So our DAO members are very happy. They know what the game plan is. They know they need to hold the floor. And so they're, they're out there shilling and marketing and, and really contributing on a technical level as well. You can join the Yasha DAO and uh, access pre-sale for these upcoming launches and be part of the whole incubation process.
1: That's cool. That was actually going to be my next question. So basically anyone who's listening to this right now, who's interested in potentially becoming um, part of this DAO, uh, you're able to join at any point. Yeah, yeah. You're more than welcome. That's cool, man. And on this, I know that, again, you've, you've incubated quite a few different companies and you brought up a couple of different uh, DAOs that you're working on as well. Do you want to kind of speak on any of those?
2: I think this this will actually differentiate us from a lot of the other, uh, you know, dilutive type projects in the space uh, just in general. Our next project is called the Science DAO. And what it is, it's a decentralized think tank for inventive thought. And so the DAO would come together and choose the most promising ideas or inventions and incubate those and then provide funding uh, for, for those projects. And so some of the people that we have involved on our science panel, on our advisory panel, we have a professor of finance from Oxford University. We have the head of endocrinology at the University of Toledo. We have uh, various uh, well-known scientists that have achieved, you know, awards in the sciences. And um, some of the projects in the pipeline, just to give you guys a perspective of what we do and how we're much different than you know, some of these dog tokens or, you know, whatever whatever you guys see out there. The University of Toledo has a CART treatment for type 1 diabetes. So that's in the pipeline. Our first incubator project with the Science Dow is avatar creation for the Unreal 5 engine in which the avatars are able to use sign language in the metaverse. Huh? So if, if you're hard of hearing, um, you'll be able to type and your avatar will actually be able to speak with sign language. So just creating an all-inclusive type metaverse for the future. So that's the science DAO. It's a, it's a pretty novel concept and there's a lot of very cool people involved. Um, so coming up here, we actually have the professor of finance doing an AMA um, inside of our Discord. So he'll be giving a lecture on uh, uh, finance, uh, which is pretty, so there's pretty a big <laughs> educational component to it as well.
1: That's pretty phenomenal, man. The fact that, again, you're trying to make things inclusive, being able to create an avatar that can perform sign language, like that's pretty, yeah, this is definitely one of the first companies that I've heard trying to to do things like this. And with being able to get these community members and, and different people that will be a part of this style that have both the background and the credentials to be able to keep moving a lot of these different objectives you have for it, looks like there's a lot of potential for things y'all can be going after. I mean, I know you kind of just spoke on a couple of them, but like, what do you think this, these kind of like doors could open up and, and lead
0: to? Hey, Cryptocurrent Crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay Cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today, and as always, stay Cryptocurrent. My goodness.
2: I mean, the, the, the types of inventions coming out of the science now, they really have no, no bounds for, for what, you know, people would be able to accomplish. Um, and the projects coming out of Yasha, I mean, it can be, it can really be anything. I mean, it's like our the the portfolio within our incubator is so like from from games, you know, from game and NFT integration, you know, integrated gaming to the sciences, it's pretty wild.
1: So, as a follow up question to that, you have a quite a few different DAOs that you've been able to put in place. So, you have the science DAO, but I also believe you had one specific to plants. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that one as well?
2: Oh yeah the the plant DAO. It's the uh, the token is called Sprout basically the they're the team the team it's a group of unreal 5 developers and they're building trees graphic assets of trees that you're able to plant inside of the metaverse inside of the unreal 5 engine these trees the smart contracts they they uh, have included the concepts of growth and decay so the tree starts out you'll get an nft of a piece of fruit like an apple And you can Mm -hmm. plant the apple and the tree will grow. And that metadata will show on OpenSea. As your tree grows, your NFT will actually become different. And that tree, uh, depending on the 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 catalyst of how you're staking your tokens, your NFT will actually be able to produce more NFTs. So it'll produce fruit and you can harvest the fruit and then you can plant more trees. So 80% of the proceeds from the NFT sales and volume Goes to reforestation efforts, and so so far in the last month since inception, they have uh, donated to plant 140,000 trees uh, so far. Oh. So they're doing they're doing a phenomenal job. It might be the best use case in crypto. Like, you know what I mean? Like you you buy and and you plant trees all around the world. So 140,000 trees in uh, sub sahara Africa, which is really cool.
1: No nah, man, it's it's extremely cool, and it's pretty sick that. There are so many unique ways to set up a DAO and then have it come back to real life opportunities, but then also things within the metaverse. And I believe that you were also telling me about another potential project that where you can see the NFT kind of mature over time. Was that also with the Sprout one or was that a different NFT project as well?
2: Yes. So Pochi is the other project and it uses the same smart contracts as Sprout where the NFT can actually grow up. So with Pochi, it's a dog NFT. Uh, it starts off as a puppy. And uh really where they're targeting at least with their charitable efforts is uh is people that that need like emotional support animals, that can't actually have animals, kids, you know, that they want a dog but they can't they can't have a dog. They're not in a place where they can actually have a dog. And so creating like the most realistic the most realistic digital pet that you can have like to the point where I think the unreal five team, they're working on developing with some, uh, some AR glasses. So if you're wearing like the AR glasses, say and you're walking down the street, your dog could actually be walking next to you. Yeah. And then the token is actually like the dog food, right? And so you need to be staking your token in order to, to make your, your, uh, your dog, uh, grow essentially. Right. So if you're not taking care of it, it's not going to end up in a very, in very good shape that'll reflect in the metadata on OpenSea as well.
1: Which is really unique. And again, it just goes to show when you are part of an incubator and getting, have exposure to a lot of amazing projects, I imagine it becomes challenging to decide, okay, which ones do you want to take on? Which ones do you want to say, hey, come back later, etc. cetera. When you think about the projects that you decide to bring into the Yasha incubator, what are some of the criteria that you're looking for?
2: Well, the team... It's usually the most important part. So we want to know who the team is, obviously, and, and see, you know, even if they don't have all the skills right now, can can we help, you know, with mentorship or advice or or can we add people onto the team? So like we, we've brought in people like our friend Anthony, who is uh, he's vice president of an investment bank. He's uh, the former CFO at Cardia Chain. We brought him in and added him to specific teams. We've added other people into the various teams to kind of round out, you know, to create more strength within that team. But I think the biggest criteria, at least for me and my, my team, can, can speak on their own behalf. But I want to be able to see a path forward. Like, what is the path forward specifically? So for Pochi, for instance, we don't really know. Like, we know what the, the market cap of, of dog, you know, we know how much money people spend on their docs each year we know how many products they buy for their dogs we know how many people you know actually buy dogs we know how many dogs there are right there's so many different metrics so, so many data points for for dog owners out there so what is the, like we don't know the true demographics of the metaverse how it will expand we don't know how many people will want digital animals but if you think that it's like a million people right maybe a million people in the entire world want a digital pet Okay. When you're talking about creating a, an NFT collection of 10,000 and selling 10,000 NFTs of a picture of a duck or you know whatever whatever is out there, right? Like we have a bored ape, you know what I mean? Like I can't yeah. wrap my head around why we spent so much on a bored ape, but we did. But there's 10,000 of them, right? For the dogs, I actually truly see a path forward where like instead of 10,000, it's potential over time for people that will interact with the metaverse and become involved with the metaverse and that want digital animals that they can take care of for their children, emotional support animals, whatever. Is there a million people? Can we sell a million poachy NFTs, right? Because at, at a $200, you know, ETH price or whatever it might, that's a, a revenue potential of 200 million. Is that revenue potential? Is it, is it 200 million people? You know, like how many people, like what are the demographics? So that, that's what I mean by seeing a path forward towards towards real scalability and towards attaining market share is really what I look at specifically. Um, the, the rest of the team probably has their own data points that they look at. But for me, it's it's a true scalability in future demographics. Like five years from now, what is the market share going to be? Do we see a path to attaining that market share? And if yes, then we're willing to try it.
1: right? Right. No, for sure. And I, and I appreciate you explaining that criteria. On that same note, as we look into the future, there's a lot of excitement in the world of, of crypto. There's a lot of different buzzwords, of course, that everyone's looking at, whether it's DeFi, DAOs, uh, NFTs, etc. What do you think, as we, we're now in early 2022, what do you think if you have to define by the end of this year, what will this year be known for? Is it the metaverse? Is it NFTs? Is it DeFi? What's your, what's your call on? What's this year going to be all about? Ooh,
2: well, you know what? So right now we've been tasked. I'm going to say this on a personal note, I guess, you know, I'm not the most knowledgeable. Okay. Um, I'm not an investment expert. I'm not a lot of these things that people seek us out for advice on. Okay. But For us, we've been tasked with helping the sovereign nation of Native American tribes in North America develop their own national currency as a sovereign nation. And I want to say, just on a personal level, what I would want to see, I I want 2022 to be known for when uh, the Native American tribes of the Americas are able to create their own sovereign nation's currency. That's what I want 2022 to be known for metaverse obviously big buzzword uh dow is big big buzzword you know depending on how the the people you know dump supply and accumulate supply at the top i mean you're still in a whales game you know the, the that's that's it so i think that's one of the bullish cases for the science Dow overall is um there's retail investors but then also for science Dow, the people that you're onboarding as it you know on the advisory panel are, are, you know, biotech funds, institutions, universities, right? These are like the the types of uh, investors, right? Or or DAO participants that you're onboarding. So it's, uh,
1: I don't know, man, what do you think? What do you think 2022 will be known for, you know? Man, that's awesome. Um, First, I just want to definitely call back out. It's amazing that you're getting to work with uh, trying to create a sovereign national currency for Native Americans here in the States. That's awesome. Um good luck. I hope that is the year. 2022 is the year for that yeah. cuz that that would be really really special. Um my hot call on the year is I think this is going to be a big year, a resurgence of DeFi. I think a lot of as more retail investors start to come in and even institutional investors come in and they start to look for diversification away from the regular markets and also realizing that traditional banking if you have you're sitting on all this cash and you're only making maybe 1% and you can go into crypto and be making a lot more than that. Um I think there's a lot of opportunity in the world of of defi. So I think that defi could see it's uh it's second coming if you will. It's it's round 2 of of a lot of substantiated attention and refined down like lending skills that a lot of people are going to start to realize and participate in. But of course there's a lot of other things to look at. I think NFTs also are going to have a pretty solid year as well. But that's my hot take, but Joey, man, we thank you so much for spending some time with us. I always like to wrap up with two fun questions as we go through this. My first question for you is going to be with all of the information that you've been able to gather through creating this incubator. If you could get one to two pieces of wisdom right now that you have from when you first got started in this, what would you tell yourself?
2: Do it because of the project, not because of the, the, the money. I know that the parabolic gains are fun and everything, but at the end of the day, you know, things like a sovereign nation's currency or the science dow they're much bigger than the potential gains that you could have. And then also, uh, remember to, uh, remember to spend time with your family and spend time in nature and spend time being a human, uh, a human in a three-dimensional world, guys. Um, that's, that's what I would say because, at the end of the day, although we're essentially in a metaverse on the internet, you know, and Telegram and Discord and YouTube, it's almost a metaverse, right? We can communicate with so many different people and experience each other, communicate multidimensionally, right? Not, not just on a three-dimensional level. Don't forget to pick up a hammer and uh, build things and fish and be, be a real human uh, human being. So,
1: For sure. No, I appreciate that. I think it's a really good piece of wisdom. As much as we have been between COVID times and just being a lot more decentralized, even with being with remote work, it's always good to keep making those in life, IRL, in real life connections and and spending time with family. And again, like you said, for projects that make a lot of sense to our listeners right now, for everyone that's listening to this, if you find a project that makes a lot of sense for you, yes, if you can make your money, make your money, that's great. But also understand if there's a greater good or, or a bigger meaning into why you're getting in behind a project, that could have a lot of merit as well. So make sure you keep considering that. But Joy man, as we wrap up here, what is a final thought that you want to leave with everyone here today?
2: Oh, my goodness. I don't know, man. Check out Yasha. We have the science Dow coming up. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Final thought. Just the a hey, thanks for having me. And final thought, guys, for real. Thanks to everybody involved. Uh, D register, Jess, MCO, Z, Budash, everybody. There's so many people, guys, there's over 50 people working on this thing, and thousands of people inside of our ecosystem. So just thank you, everybody, for stepping up and and being a part of it.
1: Awesome! Great, yeah. great final thought, uh, Joy. What are ways that people can connect with you and learn more about Yasha?
2: Oh, uh, my handle is peyote1, Telegram, uh, Twitter. I don't tweet very often. I just made my Twitter, but it seems to be doing well. And then uh, any of the Telegrams, guys, I'm on. I'm on VC quite a, quite a bit. Um, I'm usually the one to break the news. But if you go to inuyasha.io you can join the Discord or the Telegram. And uh, I'm I'm usually typing in the announcement channel and uh, sending notifications out to everybody and then working in the background as well. So,
1: Awesome. Well, sounds good. Well, everyone listening, make sure you go and check that out. And of course, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from BG93. Compelling content delivered in a digestible format, demystifies the crypto world by engaging participants from all corners in intelligent conversation. Remarkably interesting. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date on the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Please use the
0: now. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice.